am okay. I'm just back from a long walk with my mum. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Keeks. We rescued a little coot. Coot? What the fuck is a coot? It's a little bird that lives on the canal. Yeah. Um, and it was just this little chick on its own on the side of the canal, chirping, and no mummy in sight. And I didn't know what to do. It was it was one of those moments where do we leave it here and then feel guilty it. for the rest of your life. Yeah, and risk it getting trodden on or eaten by a big bird of prey. Bird. Or do we um, bring it home and then it will probably die here. It's so, there's no energy in it. Oh, oh no, you've got, what you have to do is you have to wrap it up in cotton wool next to um, sort of a warm place, not where the sort of sun's coming in, but just like a warm place. Yeah, I've left it in in the caring hands of my mum downstairs. <laughs> well, thank you, um, key worker, um, for um, for giving our thirty minutes. Um, oh, I do hope it's okay. Oh, I hope it's okay too. It was cheeping the whole way back. Like, obviously, it was so worried that it was being moved from its place. But if I left it there, it would have died. Um, do some research, but I because I had a friend who did that with, but with a little duck, which they've called Confi the Duck. Is this um, Comfy the Duck that has its own Instagram? Yes. My friend Kitty's Duck. Oh my gosh, I've seen this Instagram yeah, account. Comfy the Duck has been saved um, and is growing and happily just, you know, mucking in with the dogs in uh, family life. So maybe this will happen to, you know, Chirpy the Coot. I don't think it's going to, honestly. No, I just... Positive vibes, positive yeah, vibes, Kate. My, my friend has also taken in a duckling in Norfolk and um, they're big retriever sits by the cage and guards it it's so sweet stop but hello lovely listeners thanks for joining us for the first episode of the little things podcast welcome listeners you're in for a treat you are this has been quite a few weeks in the making Um... (laughs) it really has and you know what we're not professionals um and we've never done this before but we have re-recorded quite a few times um (laughs) But this is now, this is now perfect. So it's all for you. We do it for our fans. The essence of the podcast is that we get together weekly and we discuss the little things in life that are keeping us sane, healthy, happy, um, getting us by each day. Yeah. Because in this time, especially, those little things are rather important. They are. And everyone is appreciating the little things. And so why not get on a podcast and talk about it? And yeah, if anyone has any little things that they want to send to us, um, that are getting them by, they're annoying them, um, that they appreciate, um, then send it over to podcast.thelittlethings at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram, which is... At littlethingspod. Actually, a friend of mine shared something on her Instagram account this morning she's an NHS nurse so a Mm -hmm. a key worker um and her neighbors are making her meals every day so she was sharing all the meals that they've made for her over the past couple of days and then there was a slice of lemon cake or something and she'd put little things and I immediately replied saying tag at little things pod please want to share this now well I similarly I was on Instagram this morning and Davina McCool on her Instagram she starts off with the little things and it's her going late night shopping uh this is a sort of thing that she's newly discovered as if you go shopping at 8 30 9 o'clock in the evening one it's when they're restocking their shelves but two nobody's out 
And in her local supermarket, they play booming music and all of the sort of staff are bopping around. And she was saying they were playing Gwen Stefani and she was sort of going down the aisle and someone will go, ooh, ooh, and she'll go, woohoo. And she said, it's the, these are the little things that get her by. And um, I thought it was amazing. I've got to start going shopping at 8.30 in the evening. I used to go shopping. Full you stop. haven't been out into the into the big bad world, though, have you? I have not left this house for eight weeks. Oh my <laughs> god, you have so much ahead of you, dear friend. Honestly, so my dad actually is going out any minute um, to go and do the <sighs> weekly shop. The weekly <laughs> shop, which means which means the weekly code word. Yes. yes. So everybody, this is the little thing that is getting me through <laughs> at the moment. It's the code words that um, come home with my dad every week. Once every week, he goes out and does all the shopping for us and comes back with a Telegraph or a Times. And I don't care about the news. All I care about it's are the word the code games. Words. <laughs> the code words. Oh, gosh, I didn't have one to do this morning and I almost cried. That's hilarious. But also, I um, to listeners out there, I'm a Daily Mail family. I know, boo, hiss. Um, and I um, have sent Kate uh, some some things from the Daily Mail this week, which she doesn't approve of because there are more Sudoku than code words. It's just the code words that she's after. Yes, because my mum does the Sudokus. We've got to, we've got to share everything evenly in this household. So my yeah. mum takes the Sudokus. My dad takes the cryptic crosswords. And I take the code words. And actually, I caught my mum doing the word search and spot the difference the other day. <laughs> is that is that your brother's role? Or does Jack not have a say in any of the uh, the puzzles that come through once a week? He doesn't pay any attention at all to the word games. No, he, um, he spends his free time teaching himself the guitar. So <laughs> we leave him to that. You're a very sophisticated household. You really are. <laughs> Um, and does dad come back and tell you stories? Like, oh, I, I'm the shopper in the family and I come back and tell stories. Does your dad come back and tell you, sit you down for five minutes and tell you what the what everything was like? I'm already looking forward to lunch today because we will sit around the table and we will hear the tales of Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> what there was an abundance of, what he couldn't quite get his hands on today, how many masks were out and about, you know. It's, you know the, it it's the mask brigade. Me and my little sister Izzy went this morning and she I'm sort of teaching her how to do it because I go back to work next week. Like sort of teaching her how to, use, how to use the mask and how to use the gloves. And she was like, I am so shocked that no one wears masks. Did you see that old lady? Did you see her pick up? those potatoes and then she opened a packet of crisps and started eating them but it's you know it's like how long were the queues dad usually calls us actually from the queues just so that we know what to anticipate in terms of how long he's going to take oh, good and... on your dad for putting himself on the line to feed you all i think he quite enjoys it i think it's that's the little thing that gets him through each week it's the the hours that he can break free from the house <laughs> And the responsibility of feeding his family. You know, he's out there. He's got to come back with the goods. Today, I got yeast. I mean, yeast. You got yeast today. I got yeast today. That is unheard of. Gosh, that is unheard of. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, Are you baking? I knew you were going to ask this. I (laughs) knew you were going to ask this. To all of the listeners, I'm pretty sure most of the people listening will have heard my story about this because I've told everyone. But I did try, when I first went on furlough, my family said, right, Keeks, you can now make sourdough. I said, absolutely, guys, whatever you want, I'll do it. I didn't realise that making sourdough took 
five fucking days to make the mother. Now, I don't know why they call it a mother um, or a start or whatever it is. It should be called a baby because you have to feed this baby every day and you're using a lot of flour. Okay. And then by day six, you then have to make the, the dough. Um, now, you then have to prove it for a long time and then bake it. Now, this is six days of my life, getting up in the morning, worrying, and be, don't forget to feed the mother. And then day six, we eventually make the sourdough. And it was the most disgusting thing anyone has ever eaten in their life. And my whole family sat there and I'm and they go, God, I I I love I love sourdough when it's when it's doughy. And you're there like, just throw it away. And the other one you couldn't even cut into. It was so hard. It was a brick. And um, so no, I won't be I won't be baking, but uh, other people can try. And also, your mother is your mother can actual mother, not the sourdough mother. Um, <laughs> it needs to give me some lessons on baking because she's absolutely she's nailed it. She's nailed it. Finally, though, finally. So I posted an Insta- an Instagram of my mum and her her sourdough the other day because it's taken my mum seven weeks to get one looking like that oh, honestly fuck for that honestly <laughs> I thought that was her first go no 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 she um <laughs> we've had them of all shapes and sizes and heights and shallowness and <laughs> you name it we've had it well I take my hat off to her for perseverance but the reason is is because my sister Sophie um has taken to baking as well she's living with her fiance and his family at the moment and um right. she's taken on the role of of bread maker yeah and she has shared her breads on Instagram like the rest of the world. And they are, they look amazing. Honestly, hat goes off to her. She has nailed it. And oh. my mom obviously was very jealous. So <laughs> the harassing competitive comes out. Yeah, everything is competitive in our family. So my mom got lessons from Sophie and has finally produced something that she's so proud of. Well, congratulations, Sophie. I won't be following on Instagram if you don't mind, because that will just put me uh, into a state of absolute meltdown. Um, and I, I can't look at sourdough anymore. I even go to the shops and mum's like, can you pick up a sourdough? No. <laughs> deal with the granary loaf. It just annoys me. Even the word sourdough. I'm not going to lie. I do love it. So can't agree with you on the well, not enjoying it. Yeah. Well, I can tell you the baking thing has not been the little thing keeping me going. What has been the little thing keeping you going, Kiki? <laughs> I think you know that. Every time I talk to you, I'm probably hungover or just like waiting for my next gin and tonic. Um, I am what actually drinking <laughs> coffee, which is rare at 10 a.m. in the morning. Um, I am drinking coffee. Um, but the little thing that has been getting me by it is it's got to be alcohol. And I I wouldn't say I'm like cr- a crazy sort of um, alcoholic but we are a big gin and tonic family and we sort of wait till the 5.30, 6 o'clock mark. Um, mm. And we've had a lot of birthdays, um, yeah. coming up to nearly three birthdays in three weeks. It is the third birthday. Oh, Happy so birthday, Mama Hopkins. She says thank you. Um, <laughs> but we've had my sister's mine and my mum's birthday. And oh. um, which is so it's just been a lot of partying. And actually, mm. 
it's been um it's been getting me by and we've been making margaritas and we've been making mojitos we've been making whiskey sours we've we've bought a cocktail shaker we now know how to do all of the measurements it's actually just really fun everyone's standing around making um, making drinks so that is what's been getting me by I can't say that my head has um been grateful for the, uh for, for all the alcohol I'm consuming I think I'm consuming more here in lockdown in Hertfordshire with my sort of seven family members um than I would be in London I think I am as well although I've been very good this week I haven't actually had a drink yet this week who are you? It's Friday. I know. I, to be fair, I haven't been feeling that well, so yeah, I didn't want to um, upset the tummy anymore. But um, I'm looking forward to my glass of red wine tonight. Just wine. No, no, no. I'll have my gin and tonic first, and then okay. I'll have a couple of glasses. Of wine. Treat myself. <laughs> it's Friday. Um, but no, I agree. Before before lockdown, I was training for a marathon, so I wasn't drinking much at all. And now here I am at home. The first the first seven weeks, to be fair, I was drinking every night. I've just sort of given myself a week off, I think, this yeah, one. <laughs> that's probably good. But also to, to all the listeners, um, Kate is very, very athletic, toned. Um, she's, you know, she's starting up something this week, which I'm excited for her to let you all know. Um, she's got yoga down to a T. She's headstanding. She's one of those twats on Instagram that everyone goes, oh my God, she's just, you know, she's really killing the, um, the, the quarantine bod. Then there's me, um, and who is the total opposite, who, um, has started a few bar classes, but the last one I did was about three weeks ago. And the summer bod is not going to be a summer bod because, um, because of all the alcohol consumed and also you're just eating a lot and you know what exercise is dangerous guys it really is and um it just puts me through a lot of pain and I can't be dealing with that you know life's too short um but Kate over here um is is very athletic um and actually uh, is going to tell us later about an exciting new project yeah before I come on to that though I thought you'd be quite excited by all these home workouts because they're all asking you to Use bottles of wine instead of weights. Quite unhealthy. <laughs> One, I can't drink the wine, and two, bottles of wine are fucking heavy. <laughs> I'm using a can of baked beans, which is, you know, it's it's not heavy at all. And even if I'm doing some arms and abs, that's so painful. I drop the cans every time. And they're like, "No, keep going, honey. You got this. <laughs> Don't drop your arms." Oh my god, a wine bottle. My arms would fall off if I was exercising with fucking wine bottles. Don't want to risk smashing up a wine bottle as well. What a waste of wine. Yeah, exactly. I'll exercise with it for five minutes and then I'll be drinking it. It's not good for me. Um, but, you know, I, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll achieve that. Maybe I'll achieve that in a week or two. Talking of achievements, though, what, uh, what's the little thing that you've achieved this week? Or the last two weeks, actually, because I think we can bring two weeks into it. Yeah, yeah, let's. Why not? We could bring the last eight weeks if we wanted to. Yeah, Who's going to know? <laughs> exactly. Well, considering you just alluded to one of my little achievements I'll continue the story so I have well it's an achievement in progress because I am starting village aerobics verobics <laughs> did I say verobics you said village aerobics and I've just combined them two to verobics <laughs> well actually I live in a village called snareston so it's going to be called snareobics this is a clap from me. 
That's comedy at its greatest, Kate. First session is on Sunday. I'm hosting, I think I've got 16 people coming. Oh my um, God. Yeah, I'm going to host them on the tennis court and shout at them for half an hour with some booming music. Make sure they bring their cans of chopped tomatoes or wine bottles or whatever it is. And we'll just, I just want to get them moving and laughing and because that's what it's all about, really. Just a bit of fun and movement because your village your village is is one of those villages that do everything so whatever celebration it is whatever it is you guys all come together and I think that's so nice and ours is is not the same and I'm quite jealous of you um but like even for VE Day you guys just went to town I can't believe that was a week ago today but yeah VE Day was amazing so our village has a sort of public park or village park and had we not been in lockdown everyone would have gathered there on VE day with um picnics and tents and we probably would have had to dress up like it was 1945 and I think there was a brass band coming but alas we were not allowed to gather on that park this year well thank god you didn't have to wear those clothes (laughs) yeah thank goodness (laughs) so instead we all came out onto the street outside of our houses at three o'clock listened to Churchill's speech on the speaker sang we will meet again together and then I led a conga down the street (laughs) um yeah a two metered conga wow yeah, I've got some good footage of my dad literally copying every single move I do. We call him Twinkle Toes, need I say more? <laughs> and yeah, it was wonderful. And we were out there till six o'clock, all just catching up over champagne and ginger beer and Victoria sponge. Oh my God, that sounds like heaven. Did you drink a lot of champagne? I did drink a lot of champagne, but I needed to drink a lot of champagne. Oh, and why is that? Not because my villages are hard to deal with. But (laughs) recently, I've noticed that there are two young gentlemen in my village who I've never seen before. Here we go. (laughs) Yes, it has got to week seven in lockdown and I am (laughs) desperate. (laughs) But I've lived here all my life. I'm used to not having people my own age in my village. But I couldn't help but notice these two boys. And... um, they're living in the annex of my neighbour who lives across the road. So I thought it was the perfect time to introduce myself on VE Day. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. So all of my little achievements was meeting the vets and introducing myself. Oh, they're vets, by the way. I invited them to join Snarobics. <laughs> and? To which they said no for oh, some no reason i think it's because boys hear aerobics and they think girls in leg warmers just dancing around not really working hard but this i'm gonna put my villagers through their paces i'm gonna have them sweating oh my god so i wait I'm, i feel all tense now where, where where did the conversation go so they said no and then what so they said no to the aerobics but i said no worries how about some tennis and um Great. yeah 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 so they're keen for the tennis although this was a week ago and I've still not (laughs) still not heard from them (laughs) well you know what they'll hear the aerobics going on they'll be jealous and that will jog their jog their memory to to message you now quickly um Kate are how old are they they are both 24 right fine and any either one of them single um one of them is single yeah oh thank god for that and how I know this is because somehow gossips spread like wildfire in Sneston and all the villagers knew that I had taken 
fancy to one of them from my window and <laughs> the neighbor oh ex came over to me and was like oh you can tell me anything and I'll let you know that this one is single and this one isn't you have got the villagers wingman in you you have got <laughs> snareston under your thumb this is amazing <laughs> pretty much so uh the the village achievement of 2020 will be um matchmaking me to one of the vets that lives opposite the road <laughs> oh my god there is a god honestly this is i am so excited next week we have to have an update i don't want a sort of no i haven't heard whatever you do you know even if it's waving from them out the window that you're sat you know sat at 12 hours a day just watching their house um we gotta have some progress on this i'll work on it i did did think about going over there to uh to help with the chick but Mum said maybe not. Oh my god. Oh my god, of course. This is exactly what you need to do. I think so too, but I honestly think I'm gonna go downstairs after this and little cutie won't be alive. If if he is alive, you've gotta you've gotta rush him over to the professionals, my friend. I'm getting on my phone to Ollie, although their car isn't there currently, so I think they might be at work. Well, give it a try. If not, just drop them a little note through the door and say we have a very sick animal. Don't specify how big or small it is that we have rescued from the canal. Please, will you come help us if you get some time when you're home? done then they'll come over and if cooties died by then cooties died by then but if not then you know game of tennis question mark yeah perfect sounds like a plan keeks thank you i'll let you know how your advice goes down thank you come to cupid and uh agony aunt keeks over here whenever you need (laughs) what about you keeks what have you achieved in lockdown so far um i mean it's it's a tough one both of us are on furlough um so we i've been on furlough this is my eighth week Mm. And what I've achieved in that time, I can't really tell you. Obviously, it's not making sourdough. Um, (laughs) Obviously, it's not um, getting a toned bod. Um, But my little achievement, which was in the last week, was building an e-bike. Now, this might sound really boring, but actually... It came fully built, okay, but my family don't need to know this. But what it didn't have was the pedals or the handlebars attached to it. Now, I'm not a fucking engineer, but I think <laughs> I I did a very good job of attaching the pedals and the handlebars in 30 minutes. It said it took about five minutes, but, you know, 30, um, I think is quite a good achievement. And I'm proud of it. And actually, mum, today it's her birthday, and she is on that e-bike, bicycling (laughs) around, and is in total awe of me because I said I built it. That is all that matters, you know? It's a small little little pockets of of appreciation. Um, No one needs to know. So that's it. And now I can say on my list of things that I've achieved in furlough that I built an e-bike. I did do it, obviously, with a gin and tonic, um, and dad helped me a bit as well. And also, I know we were talking about little things and sort of like what we appreciate as well. Because it's mum's birthday today, mine Mm. and my sister's were two weeks ago. My shout out for the little things that I appreciate this week is um, is the legend that is the postman. Yeah. She's got so many cars. She's got more cars than I did. She's got flowers, presents, um, and everything came during this week. So I just kind of put it away. And if this was a normal birthday or a birthday, you know, pre-COVID, she would never have got that many cars. Mm. And people would be so busy that no one really would have thought to send cars. But the postman delivery service, you know, Hats off to them. 
I put a few cards in the post yesterday or to day me? before. <laughs> no, not to you. Sorry. Yours will go next week. I've written a few postcards to some friends because some of my friends are so useless, even in lockdown, they can't pick up their phones. So I'm going back in time and writing to them because that will get to them. That's so nice. And also, I love writing. I used to write so much and I don't do it anymore. And I really hope yeah. that after this time, I'll continue writing people cards because there's so much, you get so much out of giving as well as receiving and I'm sort of keep looking at my phone waiting for my friend's text to say I got your card thank you so much (laughs) yeah but it's so nice especially like when we were at school and we used to get post like it's one of those things that just excited us so much what sort of things have you what's a little thing that you appreciate this week Mm. well it's to be honest it's been my village because the community spirit here is so wonderful and like I was baking two days ago and I didn't have any sesame seeds because I needed some sesame seeds for my hazelnut and Nutella and sesame seed rolls that I was making oh, and um fancy Ossolengi, darling. oh god not Ossolengi again <laughs> listeners the only thing that Kate sort of cooks is she is Ossolengi. like I think you've cooked everything in that cookbook or cookbook <laughs> I'm getting through it <laughs> But yeah, I didn't have any white sesame seeds. They had to be specifically white. Well, they could have been black, but I didn't have either. (laughs) The point is redundant. I didn't have any sesame seeds. So I messaged my neighbour and she she put some in a jar and left it on the wall between our houses for me. So I could go and get it. And actually, when I was making a cake for my brother's birthday last week, I didn't have any baking powder. So another neighbour gave me some baking powder. Snaston is a place to be right now. It is. It's it is amazing. I'm now a member of the Facebook page. You know, if someone dodgy is cycling through the village, we all hear about it. So (laughs) Sorry, how do you know someone is dodgy? Like if they're cycling? How (laughs) Well someone someone was cycling really slowly through the village yesterday in what apparently didn't look like cycling gear um and he was seen on three occasions on the same day snooping so you know it's neighborhood watch it's it's really great god that's incredible neighborhood watch i can imagine you could write books about snurston you really could maybe that's a little thing i should start doing writing down my experiences of lockdown in snurston I think that definitely has to be a weekly feature of this podcast. We have to sort of, you know, the little thing that happened in Snurston. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. They'll be thrilled to be publicly discussed. (laughs) Good. Well, if any of them want to come onto the podcast, you know, that would also be great. One day I think we'll get the vets on. And also actually my new neighbour behind, Tommy, who's um, a GP motocross. A GP? What is in? He's a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and a motocross maybe bicycle. I don't mean that maybe I mean GB motocross GB. oh my god I was thinking we've got a doctor and a motocross champion that's incredible saving lives and also risking his <laughs> you should hear the stories he's broken all the bones in his body god I mean I can't tell you many many things about our village I really can't but um, I'm jealous. You've you've got fame. You've got uh, intelligence. You've got the Harrisons. You've got snare aerobics coming up. Yeah, I don't think I'm quite going to be at the level of your friend in London. I'm in awe of. Oh of yes, that. a big bit of a shout out to Flo Dowler, who is um, who was featured in the Telegraph and Daily Mail yesterday, 
and mm-hmm. um, she's standing on top of a green loo, portable <laughs> loo outside her house, and she's got the whole street going. Um, and she does it every week. She's just, you know, on top of there, shouting at everyone. Bit of an 80s workout. Um, she's now famous. You could get her on, give you a few tips. Yeah. No, I honestly, I would be proud if I even got mentioned in the parish news. So You will. You will get mentioned in the parish news. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with my 16 people. I'm proud of you too. Um, but I think we've come to a to an end i know we've covered everything i'm so proud of us we could go on and on and on but we've got to keep this short and snappy and listeners wanting more (laughs) yeah exactly and more you will get next week on the little things podcast so you have been listening to the little things podcast with me kate and me we will be providing you with weekly content. So if there's anything you want to hear or anybody you want to hear, because we will be getting guests on, please let us know either via our email, which is podcast.littlethings at gmail.com or, um, you know, send us a message on Instagram at littlethingspod. And whilst you're there, like us, follow us, share us with your friends and your family and your colleagues. and Tag us in all your little things because we want to see them. And we'll be seeing you next week. Bye. Bye.